Greetings. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 5 of the Legacy Drawing Board, the podcast journey and experience that wants you to build a stronger, more meaningful legacy by embracing good design principles. I'm your host, Ron Fong. With this podcast, this podcast is built on three principles. The first, it's its vision. That's to have people see themselves in the world through the lens of legacy design and building. The second, it's its mission, to introduce people into the world of design and have them emerge as storytellers. And finally, the purpose of this podcast is that there is a perpetual need for leadership, and that causes us to edify others through enduring relationships. For this episode, I'll be talking about the relationship and the sequence of knowledge, understanding, and wisdom. I'm going to reference the online article by Jeff Benner from the Ancient Hebrew Research Center, in which he did write about knowledge, understanding, and wisdom. The reason why I'm referencing it is that the book of Proverbs is heavily referenced in terms of knowledge, understanding, and wisdom, especially wisdom. The author was Solomon, who has the reputation of being the wisest man ever. And you think about Solomon, his, his name means uh, completeness, appropriate response, and peace. And think about that as you're striving to build and design your legacy. Do you want to have a legacy in which is one of peace, that you're at peace with yourself? The one of completeness, that you didn't leave anything uh, unsaid or undone? And finally, the appropriate response, that you made the right decisions. Think back about it. When Solomon became king upon the death of his father, David, Solomon was about in his 20s, no more than that. And here he is. He's going to be king when he's in a very early part of his life. And the Lord came to Solomon in dream and asked Solomon, what do you want? Instead of asking for material wealth, Solomon asked for, or, or, or power, Solomon asked for wisdom, and the Lord granted him that and much more because he asked for wisdom. As you are designing and building your legacy, are you actively seeking wisdom? Now, to go back to the uh, Jeff Benner's article on uh, knowledge, understanding, and wisdom, I want to take a look at the Hebrew uh, roots of these words because the book of Proverbs was written in Hebrew, the original text. The first word is that when we come to knowledge, and again, please be patient with me with my probable, likely mispronunciation of Hebrew, is the Hebrew word for knowledge is da'ath. da'ath. And there's a root to that in which it means the sw- a door or the swing of the door. And what knowledge is in Hebrew is that the letters that form it, uh, the combined, the, the, the parent roots of this, it's form it means the back and forth movement of the eye. Knowledge involves the fact that there's a tracking, there's an uh, uh, accumulation, there's a procurement of that, and involves the eye leading to the mind. But knowledge is not where we need to stop because there are very many, there are numerous knowledgeable people. And as you are perhaps in your 20s, 
it's important for you as you're trying to obtain knowledge for your degree, for your credentials. And people at your job perhaps will ask, you know, what do you know? Or you're being hired because based on what you know. But knowledge, you can't stay at knowledge. You have to progress. You have to move on and take the next step. The next step is understanding. And that comes from the Hebrew tava, tavon. And for tavon is, again, the root words means to build. And it means to be able to discern the process of construction. You have knowledge, but if you keep it in itself, if it stays in a vacuum, it really doesn't do any good. It may be great for playing Trivial Pursuit. It may be great for even standardized tests. But you, in, in life, as you're progressing, as you're moving on to the stages of life, there has to be an incorporation and a building that you're actually using that knowledge and you're building upon it, a construction, elevation. You're taking it to the next level. Then finally, the word wisdom uh, from Hebrew uh, hakam, hakam, and it comes from two words that means to separate water. The idea of wisdom is that you are able to discern and you're able to separate, separate holy from unholy, right from wrong. That's where wisdom comes in, is decision-making. You think about that in your corporate structures. The top individual is usually the president or a CEO, and they're there to make decisions. They're knowledgeable, they have a great understanding, but ultimately they're being hired to make a decision. You have many data analysts, and they work with it. There's knowledge and there's an understanding, but they're not really paid to make, make decisions or the big decisions. And there's a parallel process in so many aspects of life. You think about football. Why is the quarterback usually the highest paid player? It's because he gets the ball in his hands, and he has to make a decision of what to do with that ball. Obviously, the coach calls and plays, but he has to make the decision whether to execute the call play or not. And your best quarterbacks are not the ones who are the fastest, the biggest, the strongest, who could throw the farthest. They're the ones who can make the right decision at the right time and place themselves, their teams in a position to win. Another corollary is a surgeon. I've talked to many surgeons and I've asked, when do you know it's time to stop? When do you know it's time to stop practicing? At first, I thought it would have to do with the physical aspects, perhaps a dimming of the vision, a little bit of shaking in the hands, and that's a factor. But more, I, every, it seems like every surgeon I talk to, their response has been, I know to hang it up when I can no longer make that moment-to-moment -moment decision in the process of a surgery, once you begin a surgery. It's this sort of or this slalom, this zigzagging of decisions, that every time you're about to proceed to another step of the surgery, there has to be another decision to be made and the anticipation of that decision. That's where the acuity of the process is and the years of experience, the wisdom. And once they realize they can't be productive in that particular moment or to take on that responsibility, then they know to hang it up well before the dimming of the vision or the unsteadiness of the hands. And surgeons will tell you, or people will tell you, the best surgeons are the ones who know when not to operate. 
they have the wisdom ahead of time to say, this is beyond my capabilities or the risk benefit ratio is not favorable. The wisdom to not proceed. Now they have the knowledge. There's no two ways about it. They studied, they know the anatomy, they know the technique, they know all those things. And they do have an understanding that they're building upon. They built upon it through the years of experience. But the ultimate payoff is the wisdom of knowing when not to proceed with a surgery. The, the rule of medicine of doing no harm, to be able to adhere to that is very, very important. As you are going through your stages of life, it's a series of decisions. What college did you apply to? Which ones did you accept? What job are you applying to? Which one did you accept? Are you going to get married? Are you going to buy a house? Are you going to have children? All these things are a series of decisions. And there's no shortage of data or knowledge. Nowadays, we have the internet. In fact, it's perhaps this pendulum has swung to the point where it's too much. Uh, you can't process it in terms of what we call analysis paralysis, that you're flooded with so much data, you can't get to the next stage of understanding because you don't have time to process it. But that's where also the beginning stages of wisdom comes in. You know that you have limitations in terms of how much time you have. You don't need to read a gazillion reports on where to buy the car. You know, after maybe two, three reports of talking to friends, trusted sources, you now have enough knowledge to proceed to make a decision. So, you know, more, you know, having another data point at times is not very helpful. And it's not a wise use of your time. Time is your most valuable commodity. Make sure that you guard it and that you use it appropriately and that you don't spend time that will not yield something. In your life, we this this uh, podcast is about legacy design and building. Have you accumulated wisdom in terms of designing and building your legacy? The knowledge again, it's usually not a problem. People, you can uh, get knowledge. I don't want to minimize they're saying that the acquisition of knowledge is easy. But the point is, is that if you don't take the knowledge that you have and transform it or, again, elevate it to the next stage of understanding, then it's a bunch of knowledge. It, it stays there. It's not very helpful. You're not building anything. A legacy is to be built. And finally, with the wisdom to make the wise choices. we People often will say later years, they'll look back at their lives uh, they will celebrate their successes, but they oftentimes lament and they will regret certain choices they made because they lacked wisdom. Rarely is it because they lacked knowledge. And sometimes maybe it's a little bit of understanding or misunderstanding, but it's the wisdom of being able to seek the wisdom. There's a parallel to the knowledge, understanding, and wisdom in terms of your vision, your mission, and your purpose. Talking, going back to the Hebrew word about uh, that, that, that hath, uh, the root word for knowledge, and it means door and the swing of the door, which corresponds to the movement of the eye, is your vision. The vision is important. 
for the eye to move, to see the landscape, and to understand what is before you. And the understanding is to build. Now that parallels your mission. Because once you have your vision of what you want, do you have a roadmap to get there? Have you constructed the means to get there? Have you been building yourself in terms of experience, in terms of knowledge? A host of things, but you have to build something to get from point A to point B. How are you bridging your uh, vision to its execution? That's where the mission comes in. And finally, your purpose. The big why of what you're doing. Why are you doing this? And if it's not grounded in wisdom, it's going to be distracted. And you ask yourself, so what is my purpose? And once you start accumulating wisdom, it becomes clear. Your purpose becomes clear. And the decisions that you make become clearer because it aligns with your purpose. I had a conversation with a co-worker recently in which she was talking about decision-making, about whether, you know, how does one, should one take a job or not or take a position, other th- opportunities, basically. And if you're in that position where you're perhaps in your late 20s, early 30s, and you're now opportunities are coming about because you have started working and you've accumulated experience. And most of the time, people will go to knowledge or they'll use data, the facts. Oftentimes, people will say, let's get a sheet of paper divided in half, list the pros and cons. And many times, there'll be a numerical value attached to it such as what's the compensation, how far are you from friends, how much vacation you get, what are the perks, you know, the, 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 the fringe benefits, whatever. Many times there's going to be data, lots of data attached to pros and cons. But now comes the understanding where you're building on something. So what are you building towards? Are you building towards the purpose? Because if you don't define what your vision, your mission, and your purpose is first before answering a question, should I take this job? Then you're lacking knowledge. You're lacking wisdom. You know, it's, it's an easy decision if it's going to be based on data. You know, 100,000 is more than 60,000. A 20-minute commute is, uh, is, is, is less than a 40-minute commute. But that's not, how does that feed into your purpose, though? There are times when you're going to make sacrifices because it feeds into your purpose, because that's what keep, that's what energizes you, that what it, it gives you the focus, gives you the drive. That's what that's why you want to wake up in the morning, because you have a purpose, and you're going to go, you're going to execute your your, your vision to to meet the purpose. So data is rarely the problem. Uh, there's no shortage of it, again with the internet nowadays. But how do you filter it? And that's where the understanding and the wisdom come in in terms of filters. So that you don't go over, that you're not overwhelmed, that you're not led astray, that you actually can focus. And again, the alignment with purpose. Again, the parallels, the uh, analogies is that knowledge are, are the details. And again, I don't want to be dismissive about that because Uh, Part of good design is that it does pay attention to details. Details are not unimportant, but they're not the only thing. 
details. Goes along with your vision, goes along with knowledge. Direction now. Now that you have the details to build upon it, to take that first step, to not stay in the in the knowledge uh, realm, but saying that, you know, now to, to, to go forward, to make a commitment to a direction. And that aligns with your mission and the idea of understanding that you know that you are to use your knowledge for something more than just knowing. And finally, the decision. Again, decision, decision, decision. Used to be a saying that in medicine, MD stands for making a decision. And think about this, the times that you've gone to a doctor's office. Yes, you want your doctor to be knowledgeable, and you want your doctor to understand what you're feeling. You want that empathy. Those, again, I don't want to minimize. Those are not unimportant. However, what you what what separates that from someone else who could be very knowledgeable and was very empathetic to you is now the, in this physician-patient uh, relationship is the fact that that physician is will, in conjunction with you, will make a decision. What tests do we need to run? Do we need to run any more tests? Are we going to try therapy A or are we going to try therapy B? Do we go for, uh, do we need to consult a specialist? Do we go ahead with a surgery? Your, you know, th- think about this, is that when a doctor comes in, so think about if you were in, a, in an inpatient setting, is the doctor rounds on you on a daily basis. Yes, you know, doctor asks how you're doing, but you want to know, doctor, what's next? Because you want to get better and you want to go home. And that entails the doctor making the right decisions in order that you can get better and go home. Now, going back to the idea of your legacy. Legacy is messaging. It's your every thought, your every word, your every deed. And you're building it constantly. Whether you're aware of it or not, I won't say it's immaterial, but it's happening. And for you to ignore it or to not be aware of it doesn't mean that you're not building your legacy. More all, more all important for you to have that wisdom to say, yes, I am building my legacy right now. I need to be aware of this. I need to have the understanding. And I need to design and build it in such a way that it serves a purpose. It serves a higher purpose. My message, I'm building a, I'm building a legacy in which the message will resound with people, will be for generations. That's where the wisdom is going to come in. And, and wisdom is, we often think about that. That wisdom is, you know, the elderly person, that sage with the long, with the white hair and whatnot. But wisdom is if you make, if you design it in such a way that you're seeking it on a daily basis. And you could ask others, so this doesn't have to be a journey that you take by yourself. In fact, you shouldn't. I talked about having mentors. I talked about hopefully someone will see something in you uh, in the last episode in terms of mentors are important. Mentors are important. Teachers are important. Advisors are important in terms of your journey, in terms of building your legacy. Think back to it. You know, Solomon was maybe 20 when he was king, but he asked for wisdom. You're in your 20s, you're in your 30s, you're in your 40s, you're in your 50s. Each day is an opportunity 
to make that progression from knowledge, understanding to wisdom. And are you doing that? Are you doing that in terms of your home life? Are you doing that in terms of your work life? It's important because without wisdom, you're not going to be able to build the legacy that you want to build. Uh, no two ways about it. You know, wisdom, it's prized above all because it will separate right from wrong and it will separate peace from regret. It's not going to be knowledge. not going to be understanding. It's going to be wisdom. That is why it's important for you to prioritize growing in wisdom as you design and build your legacy. Without it, you're not going to build the legacy. You're not going to have the legacy you want. I want to thank you for listening. I always appreciate your time. And I hope these podcasts, when you say helpful, at least get you thinking. Thinking in new ways. Thinking in terms of efficiency. Because again, time is your most valuable commodity. And do have that understanding now that you're building something, that you're taking all your skills, all your talents, and you're elevating them, you're enhancing them, that it leads to something that, again, goes back to fulfilling your purpose. A valuable exercise. Articulate, write down what your vision, what your mission, and what your purpose is. And they'll go a long way in terms of helping you make decisions. For those of you who have been listening, again, I thank you, or even new listeners. As you're going through these process of incorporating design principles into your legacy building, please send me your comments. Please send me updates. Tell me how you're doing. My email is rfong at truenorthshepherding.com. And for those of you who are interested in exploring how to build your legacy through design, I invite you to visit my website, truenorthshepherding.com, and sign up for a complimentary session on how we can work together to build a legacy that you want. My next episode, I will talk to Patty Rader. Patty uh, has a blog in which she writes as a widow and how her legacy took an unexpected turn when her husband died unexpectedly. And the fact is that she had to go on and how she encourages others to be storytellers, how she continues to write her story with chapters that she did not anticipate nor did she want, but nonetheless are with her. And how she talks about how you could recalibrate, readjust, or redirect your legacy when things happen unexpectedly. Until next time, Please give your legacy the time and attention it deserves, because when you do, we all benefit. <laughs>